Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day eight, and this is God's Big Story. Season three. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Well, welcome back, everyone. It is Wednesday, and yes, that means we are halfway through week two of season three. Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. All right, Marv, well, what have you been up to? Oh, well, Dave, yeah, I found another great TV show last night. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, what's this one called? Oh, it's called Dog the Bounty Hunter, Dave. Ah, uh, okay. Now, hang on. Is this bounty hunter, is is that the guy who goes and tracks down criminals that the police are looking for? Oh, no, Dave. Gosh, what TV shows are you watching? No, Dog the Bounty Hunter is about a Labrador who runs around sniffing out coconut-filled chocolate bars. Of course. Oh, and, well, for our American listeners, I don't think you guys have bounties over there, but, yeah, over here we have a candy bar called a bounty. Something like what you guys would call mounds, I think. Oh, so Dog the Bounty Hunter. It's a great show. And boys and girls, maybe don't watch the one Dave talked about? Gosh, it sounds terrible. Yeah, well, I didn't say I watched it, Marv. <laughs> anyway, it is Wednesday. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin. And he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Hi, guys. Hi, Benjamin. See, have you seen Dog the Bounty Hunter? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I just watched that last night. Yeah, it was the one where he had to find the bounty, but the squirrel kept moving it around. (laughs) And he got all confused. (laughs) Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. It's a good one. All right, you two. Well, Benjamin, what have you got for us this week? Well, Dave, same as always, a hilarious joke. Get ready to laugh, everyone. Here it comes. So, what did the third wise man say when the first two wise men were worried because they thought they hadn't brought enough gifts for baby Jesus? I don't know, Benjamin. What did the third wise man say when the first two wise men were worried that they hadn't brought enough gifts for baby Jesus? He said, don't worry, I've brought some myrrh. <laughs> oh, I brought some myrrh. Yeah, because it sounds like I brought some more, Dave. You get it? <laughs> oh, that's some good stuff, Benjamin. Yeah, I got it. Thanks, Benjamin. Yeah, no problem, Dave. I'll see you guys later. Bye, Benjamin. All right, Marv, back to Matthew we go. Now, so far, we've read of Jesus' arrival. He's grown up, he's been baptized, he's been tempted out in the wilderness, and now we're kind of at the beginning of what we might call Jesus' ministry. His ministry, Dave? What does that mean? Well, that's when he starts, you know, performing miracles and healing people, all that stuff, and he starts teaching people about the kingdom of God. Okay, got it. All right, well, Dave, what are we listening for today? Well, today, Marvin, have a listen for what James and John's dad was called. Okay, James and John's dad. Got it. Great. So, Rona, over to you. Hi, everyone. Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 4, verse 12 to 25. John had been put in prison. When Jesus heard about this, he returned to Galilee. Jesus left Nazareth and went to live in the city of Capernaum. It was by the lake in the area of Zabulon and Naphtali. 
In that way, what the prophet Isaiah had said came true. He had said, Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, Galilee, where Gentiles live, land along the Mediterranean Sea, territory east of the Jordan River. The people who are now living in darkness have seen a great light. They are now living in a very dark land, but a light has shined in them. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Turn away from your sins, he said. The kingdom of heaven has come near. One day, Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee. There he saw two brothers, Simon Peter and his brother Andrew. They were throwing a net into the lake because they were fishermen. Come and follow me, Jesus said. I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers. They were James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee. As they were preparing their nets, Jesus called out to them. Right away they left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. Jesus went all over Galilee. There he taught in the synagogues. He preached the good news of God's kingdom. He healed every illness and sickness the people had. News about him spread all over Syria. People brought to him all who were ill with different kinds of sicknesses. Some were suffering great pain. Others were controlled by demons. Some were shaking wildly and others couldn't move at all and Jesus healed all of them. Large crowds followed him. People came from Galilee, from the area known as the Ten Cities and from Jerusalem and Judea. Others came from the area across the Jordan River. Thanks, Rena. Okay, Marv, so what was James and John's dad called? Oh, Zebedee, Dave. Ooh, that's fun to say. Zebedee, Zebedee, Zebedee. Zebedee doodah, Dave. Okay, yes, that's right. So, yes, Jesus calls the first four of his disciples fishermen, and they leave their nets and follow him. Yeah, Dave, I was going to say, what's with that? I mean, some guy just walks past and says, come with me, and you just quit your job and leave all your stuff behind and go? Well, no, not quite, Marvin. It might sound like that, but these four men, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, well, they would have known who Jesus was. In fact, if we read John's Gospel, we read how Andrew was a disciple of John the Baptist. He had heard what John said about Jesus. So, no, Jesus was not a stranger to them. And being called to become a follower or a disciple of an important teacher or rabbi, which is maybe what they thought Jesus was going to be, well, that was a big honour. So they would have been excited to be asked. But as we know, they didn't really know what they were getting themselves into just yet. Oh yeah, I suppose not. And so Jesus has started to put together his team and his work has begun. Preaching, healing and casting out demons and word spreads quickly. People are coming from all over the place to listen to this man teach and to be healed by him. Oh yeah, miracles are pretty big news, huh? Yeah, they are. All who come, Jesus heals them all. And he's showing people what God's kingdom is like. No demons, no disease, no death. He's giving them a glimpse of the kingdom that is to come. Oh yeah, what a great kingdom, Dave. Yep, a great kingdom, and of course, the perfect king who will reign forever. Boys and girls, in our Sunday school at church, we use a little book of 71 questions that help remind us what the Bible says about God. And one of those questions, question 38, asks this. It says, how is Jesus our perfect king? Oh, yeah, yeah, remember that one, Dave. Let me see. It's because he rules over us and defends us. Yep, that's it, Marvin. Now, usually a king might send out his people, his army, to defend him. But not our king, boys and girls. Our king, King Jesus, defends us. When he returns, he will put an end to all that would do us harm. 
So, you know, today, well, let's thank Jesus for being our perfect king, that he will reign over us and protect us and defend us forever. Oh, yeah, that's awesome, Dave. It sure is. And, you know, I think that's a good spot to leave it for today, boys and girls. Tomorrow, and for the next few days, we're going to hear as Jesus explains more of what this amazing kingdom is like. All right, gotcha. Okay, well, yeah, bye, boys and girls. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.